so I wanted to say this to y'all because you came up like randomly in my Facebook feed the other day. Um, cool, right? I'm like in a podcasting Facebook group for one of the pods that like we connected with on walks or whatever. And they did like a, you know, other than our pod, who are you listening to? And y'all psychic dolphins were like third behind like the trillbillies and uh seriously wrong hell hell so i would yeah, like to know that, mark, that you know yeah. you're, you're <laughs> developing some fan base i think like oh man you should check it out like on myspace mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. are huge there actually like, number one listen i mean but it wasn't like a small number of people there either it was like a couple hundred you hear that so listen. literally dozens <laughs> Look, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm telling you, there's something about like just being from the South and actually doing news from the South that makes our opinions better. And right. I mean, it's it also more like local, right? So it's wrong, With but in there. a more familiar way. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of going like, "Man, this guy's a fucking idiot," the automatic response is like, "Ah, oh, bless their heart." Yeah, damn, that's that's what we're going for. That's right. That's my very specific hometown. That's what that is. I'd recognize <laughs> that take anywhere. Well, it's unique, though, because like when you're from the South, you get to kind of know how multifaceted the South actually is. And mm -hmm. it's not all gas yeah. stations full of I did that stickers plastered all over them. I mean, it is that, but there's also more to it than that, I guess, <laughs> my point. Okay, so I'm going to very gracefully transition us yeah, here. Yeah. So Jackson, Mississippi, right? Like, this is it's a, like such a perfect microcosm of this. It's like... A 75% black city that just doesn't have running water right now? Historical. That's what they're trying to do. You know, bring about historical conditions mm -hmm. to the mm -hmm. majority black city. But the important thing is, is that mm -hmm. like the news is covering it as a vast wave of previously impoverished or uh, marginalized people are being affected, I would assume, right? It's not a lot of herder, yes. look at these Trump voting Southerners, watch them burn. I definitely have seen none of that, except for this one. <laughs> the plantation homes are not without water. That's what I need to emphasize. Oh, Well, yeah, they're on wells, okay? <laughs> they all have well water, it's fine. Nice, no. slimy, raw water. Truly, <laughs> it's such a perfect microcosm of what's wrong with the South, though, right? And, like, we were talking about this a little bit earlier today before we were recording, but it's like, what's happening in Jackson is this perfect storm of like climate catastrophe institutional ecological racism there's like the blue states that are snidely looking down like well that's what you get in a red state and then there's and they're like, not wrong like you know it is a red state and like we do have some like yeah, basic yeah. issues with how our government functions and it's like really this one's got everything it's great it's perfect it's perfect example of what's wrong down here Including what's wrong outside of here with the way people engage with you. I, I just love the in the notice they're saying this is a very different situation from a boil water notice. Until this is fixed, we do not yeah. have reliable running water at scale. So they don't have enough water to fight fires, to flush toilets, or to do any other critical things. So it's just it's just great. Like you know, like when a hose has a kink in it, that's like how the entire city is operating and the water that's coming out yes. is bad for you. Like, we were talking about how a lot of it's been pumped in directly from reservoirs just to maintain pressure and shit. So, like, yeah, the water is 
when it's there unsafe like you might as well go find a fucking river and just boil that it's going to be more reliable like and even those are drying up because it's a climate catastrophe so we're just like cool i'm just imagining a family trying to leave the city uh, because there's no running water, going out into the forest, going into the lake that is now a pond because, again, it's a drought, and then moving past, like, the weird, I don't know, three or four buried bodies that got dumped into the lake 40 years ago that are finally resurfacing just so they can add three to four chlorine tablets into a Nalgene bottle so then they have enough uh, oh, water Jesus Christ. so that way then they can drink... Uh, God, yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah, but it was a complimentary Nalgene bottle. Okay, shout out to our green energy <laughs> Nalgene helpers out here who are like actually helping people get away from dependency on this running is, water. I would say just ride the wave. On running water. I'd say ride the wave, but there's not enough water to make a wave to ride. So. <laughs> shirt shirt branding right there the blue wave is dried up just you know pin it right there oh Oh my god okay the blue wave splashing ineffectually on some salt flats hey everybody welcome to another episode from the psychic dolphin garage i'm zach he they I'm Kelton, he, him. I'm Rachel, they and them. Hell yeah. Wonderful. Happy National Matchmaker Day, everyone. What a quaint holiday, huh? Uh, National Matchmaker Day. It's a holiday for your least favorite or most favorite family member who wants to be a matchmaker. I mean, Game of Thrones is back on the air where, you know, political rival families are all vying for things. Everyone's trying to become a matchmaker. Uh, aunts are hooking up with Neff sons, and uh, it's it's a wonderful thing. Everyone's a matchmaker, is my point. Go check out the subreddits. It's all very fine as long as you have uh, 18 plus community enabled, I think. Oh, God. Go. <laughs> Go. Uh, lovely. What a great, uh, what a great theme to this just in for uh, our very southern episode because <laughs> oh, another stereotype that we fight off again. <laughs> this just in folks kelton's homepage when he opens up his google chrome browser is the wincest subreddit mm. 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 you know I, I, I like i wish i wish i could say that it wasn't but uh it fascinates <laughs> me Nothing, uh, nothing apparently turned on. It's like pimple popping videos. Girls in uh, what 2013, quite like the idea of two brothers fucking. So yep, and that's why we would go to bars and and uh, you know we would always ah oh, Kelsey, I always thought of you like a brother, and that's how we <laughs> pick up girls. <laughs> well, how do you do? Uh, it's it's uh it's nice though. Uh, I do remember once. Uh, this was in the before time when it was socially acceptable to go out to a nightclub while being sick as fuck, and uh, <laughs> no one, no one giving you too much shit for it. Uh, back in the days of freedom. But I remember Zach and I's voices were just completely shot. And so we legitimately decided to try and do supernatural voices the entire time. And let me tell you, Zach was batting a thousand. <laughs> <that night. laughs> 
Me, not so much. It really proved that it wasn't just the voice. You also have to be attractive in order for the system to work. But by God, did it work. <laughs> yeah, Kelton, why don't you just talk down in your chest? Look, bro, just talk to her, bro. <laughs> yeah, come on, it's fine. Just talk to her Show in a her deep that voice, weird bro. Angel chest tattoo that you have. It's it, it's cool. It's cool. Wait, do you really? It goes real well with the Batman snapback T-shirt. Oof, true. <laughs> Show off the traps, the delts, everything else. Um, <laughs> what else is a woman looking for in a man except for uh, extraneous muscles? Money. You know? uh, well, <laughs> muscles means you know solid foundation. Uh, it's true, you know. The muscles don't mean much anymore because, hey, he might have he might have a uh, a Planet Fitness membership, and we don't want any of that. No, mm. you know, Gold's Gym or whatever they rebranded to, I think. Right? That's yeah, the... it's it's still it's still Gold's Gym. Good, good tradition. The gold standard. That's my <laughs> the gold, gold currency. standard. That's right. That's right. <laughs> wow. What a yeah. The other thing, also very, uh, very southern, is uh, you know the the libertarians, the southern libertarians. Well, yeah, because they all they care about is just freedom, you know, freedom and knowing what the legal age of consent is in every state. Don't worry about it; it's research, it's trivia. Hear me out, though. Okay. Uh, <laughs> left libertarianism is a way easier sell to southern conservatives than like anything else. Including liberalism, including like right wing shit, actually, because they generally think that the church is bad. Right. So you find somebody who's like in that stage of apostasy. You just point out that like, hey, you know how the state sucks? Your boss, agent of the state. And it's like, you know, you can see their eyes like become saucers and like God has entered their body again. And they like finally have hope and they realize that like we all hate their boss and maybe they should become a communist. And it like it can be done. I've seen it happen so many times down here. Counterpoint. I've seen too many times someone's mind get open like that. And then instead of going like, oh, wow, yes, there is a small group of people that controls everything. And, and they go, yeah. Yeah, huh? Yeah, brother. <laughs> Let me tell you about it. <laughs> it goes real south <laughs> real fast, <laughs> especially in the south. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, yeah, uh, like they're either going to blame capitalism or the juice. But if you can get there in time, you can make it be capitalism. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, you don't give up. You're like, but what? What do you not like about the Jews? I mean, listen, uh, that they're really capitalist, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's explore. This, this is the crux too. of it. You don't like that the Jews are bankers who control the money. Well, first, as a Jew, when do I get mine? And second of all, <laughs> what if Your bank? Of course, yes. The bankers and the CEOs. Mm, mm. See, see that? I think we can get in. Uh, just uh, we'll just start with hatred of Zuckerberg and work our way out. You know, there, I think <laughs> real, real Solid. distrust as he keeps on displacing people uh, in Hawaii. Is he still on that, by the way? What? I missed this uh, arc of his villain history. Oh, the like the, there are native peoples who've been on uh, small islands in Hawaii for generations and generations, mm -hmm. and he is just buying up the land and forcing them out. It, it's great. It's monster, like it is legit supervillain activity. Is love uh, that for what, him? What's happening? But again, well, I don't mean to get us too sidetracked into what the coastal of the coastal of the coastal <laughs> elites are doing. Is, can I call Hawaii coastal elites? Does that work? <laughs> 
I mean, I mean, at Where some point, like do... you just go there. You just have your own islands, and Hawaii is just is just like you know where you where you say it's really nice to vacation. So oh, when you okay. think about it, the more coast you have, the more elite you are, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a circle <laughs> has the biggest diameter of all. So if you're on an island, arguably you are the most elite because you do control the most coast. As I, long as it's also I, I'm the biggest the island. Pat Sock argument right now for why us colonizing Hawaii was good, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, yeah, God. we needed to control <laughs> as much coast as possible. Dismantle royalty is, is the yeah. Wait till we do <laughs> Australia. Democracy yeah. to Hawaii. We're gonna have so much coast once we annex Australia. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that is that is logically where we would end up at, isn't it? Now, I I would take it. Uh, <laughs> just displaced Southerners moving to Australia. It's not like, that uh, different, though. No, Culturally, no, so really. similar. They're going to be like, hold on, we've seen this one before. We know what happens. Everybody from Savannah, like y'all were a penal colony. We were a penal colony. Oh. <laughs> We have so much in common. Are we cousins? <laughs> let, let, let's be real careful. Sex about it. <laughs> want to have sex about it? Yeah, yes, perfect, perfect. Yeah. I'm glad we have so much real in, fast. Yeah, we have so much in common with Australia now, and and that just this just goes to prove it. <laughs> uh, uh. Anyways, okay. Again, the, the we're supposed to be talking about like what's gone on this week. And, you know, I think talking and ragging about Australia is much more enjoyable uh, than what I found out because um, I moved, uh, as people know, from Houston to the the DFW, Dallas-Fort Worth area. And pretty much ever since I've moved up here, it has been nonstop news about how there are just fascists who are protesting outside of drag shows the entire time. Yeah. And. Uh, It's pretty wild to see because I would think that if we're going to be criticizing a group of people who enjoy going and dressing up in certain outfits and doing incredibly performative demonstrating over and over again, that uh, maybe we're not so different, the, the two groups. You know, maybe they're serving something, uh, it's something fierce. Um, it's a uh, uh, serving fealty. I mean, I listen, what it might be. They're all packing. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> the, the, uh, I, there, there's a tucking joke in there, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. Um, so uh, <laughs> tucking I, is I'm when just... it's concealed. <laughs> the conceal carry edition uh, I, uh-huh. I, I, I honestly this I is this it. is a good idea we should just start referring to guns using like specifically drag terminology <laughs> just dragify guns if there's one person who can it's fracking king rupaul so uh i, I believe I in really you rupaul forward I know you already pulled the ladder up behind you, RuPaul, but listen, this is a good bit, RuPaul. (laughs) Those VH1 seasons can't keep churning out forever, RuPaul. (laughs) Um, 
Oh, but man. yeah, it, it's just weird to see the this coverage of people talking about, oh, well, we need to protect the children. We need to make sure that this sexualized thing doesn't happen and take place here. Mm-hmm. Can't believe that they're forcing kids to be exposed to this. Yeah. And, like it's a drag brunch for people twenty-one and up. And then the only people that were there were people with like young children because they're families. Uh, you know, and they like, still want to go to the drag brunch. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just feel like, I, again, if you're, and I, it feels so weird to be like, hey, you know what, conservatives, it seems a little hypocritical. So I'm, I'm going to kind of avoid that five, six minute tangent. Then I feel like we could all go go down and have fun, and instead jump to the main conclusion point which seems to be that this is their new ticket. Like this is yeah. what they're drumming up, at least in Texas as being like a hot button issue. You know, mm-hmm. they, the teachers are all teaching CRT. Every IPA bar is now becoming a drag show. Like what happened to the good old America of old where mm-hmm. you drank a 12 pack at home in front of a flat screen TV and uh, all the teachers just physically abused their children. The entire time, huh? The the good old days. I mean, if you're not hitting the kids, how will they know you love them? <laughs> That's what you get for not knowing how to read. I'm going to keep hitting you until suddenly the literacy rates go up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Literally beat the alphabet into you. <laughs> spell where the bruises are uh-huh uh. uh-huh you know the funny thing to me about like the drag thing is like drag is so much closer to clowning than it is to sex or even to gender right like drag is a type of clowning and it's so wild to me like and i, I mean, mean part of it is that these people okay are like clowns well, and they're like mirthless and incapable of joy, except in the case of rodeo where animals are being abused, right? Like that's true. You know, that is the one difference. You don't. We aren't abusing animals at drag. Yeah, shows. yeah. They can't or blurring the lines about breeding. You know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. just like yeah. Wow, what a bull, son! Look at those testicles on him. <laughs> they're massive, just like mine. <laughs> <laughs> I spend too much time on porn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like the idea of like an incredibly country backwoods dad and an incredibly terminally online son that just goes shadow faced at this first 4-H event because he's watched Mr. Hands on loop for the past two and a half hours. I was actually I was talking about cuckoldry. But oh, okay. Mr. Hands that, works okay. too. <laughs> I take a more literal interpretation. I'm sorry. I'm you sorry, know, but I, I again, it's it's not if it's not on the Wincest subreddit in some way. <laughs> you know, I'm not the gonna... Wincest family of products. Wincest <laughs> family of products. Oh my god, you have a whole <laughs> ass membership. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Patreon. <laughs> it's actually we refer to it as a costco card so mm. uh, yeah let's get into a roundup uh, of some other news because uh it's not just texas that sucks uh other states do too uh like mississippi we like we mentioned before but also nebraska 
where a Catholic charity hired a man to simulate a mass shooting at their building. Huh? What could possibly go wrong with that? Especially when only two people in the building knew about the active shooter drill. So when the guy arrived in a black hoodie with a mask firing blanks as actors, he paid actual crisis actors to get uh fall over and to start spurting out blood laying across <laughs> the floor just traumatizing these employees uh it ended of course with his arrest for uh, uh terroristic threats yeah because no one knew uh he didn't announce to the police what was happening none of that um uh, they, they just thought that it was a real active shooter situation Real people were calling 911. There was one old lady who said, uh, was quoted as saying, This is it. This is the end. This is how I go. <laughs> Which. Just... So, like. <coughs> he said I mean... he was professional, goddammit. So, like, <laughs> even putting aside the fact that it's a Catholic church, like, they've got to be Republican, right? Like, uh, well, only. I mean, yeah. Even if they weren't Catholic, only Republicans go this hard on overreacting to a crisis that they also manufactured. <laughs> well, again, those, those actors, they had a fully booked day because they had to do this in the morning and then the abortion protest in the afternoon. Yeah, and then that <laughs> night there was a drag fetuses. show they had to go harass. Like, they're tired. The reason mm -hmm. they decided to play dead was just because they needed the nap. <laughs> Abortion drag show sounds like a hell of a concept also, by the way. Uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, I, I just can't imagine why uh, a Catholic charity would feel the need to try and have their employees like be ready. Like This feels like a, a sketch or something that just came to life of where no one knew that it was just a drill because they saw people getting shot and blood coming out of them. But I, I mean, it just, again, seems weird. Also, I guess it seems weird if it's like, hi, I'm Greg, the new guy. Anyway, I'm going to be sitting over here. Then, you know, guy walks in. Oh, no. Pop, 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 pop sound. Like, Greg, I just met you. Oh, you were so young. So full of life. It's, it's so comic how fucking stupid that this is. This is not like I'm surely there are companies that do uh, uh, preparedness training for this. But this was some fucking Jimmy down the street bullshit. Truly. They're also lucky no employee had a real gun. Yeah, I, I was about also... to say that. Absolutely. Thank God there was no good guy with a gun. <laughs> Can you imagine? Inadvertently do homicide. <laughs> like Then those actors don't know what to do. Do they stay lying down? Do they start running? What, what, what? <laughs> All of a sudden, Columbo is there, and he's just like <laughs> staring incredulously at the fake blood. <laughs> God, this yeah, is the I, worst. Uh... I, it's the best story. Like this is a good old fashioned, absolutely insane story. Like there, there's really nothing at play other than shitty boss has a dumb idea and twenty five hundred dollars extra in the budget, and is like, all right, I know what I'm doing. Time to go fuck up Martha's day. <laughs> <laughs> She's been talking about retiring. Let's see if she, the old bird will actually go. God, Jesus. <laughs> you know, this boss was really fired up about how HR wouldn't allow him to fire all the quiet quitters. 
So he found a way. <laughs> there was a will, and yeah. there was a way after all. Quiet quitters, more like active shooter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine wanting to go there and sit down, like not even twelve hours after it's occurred. Because I mean, do you think this happened on a Friday? Do you think they had the weekend to ruminate on this? <laughs> This is the worst Friday ever. He didn't even he he sure did cut their day short. <laughs> oh, I, we were gonna throw a pizza party for everyone afterwards. Oh God! I, again, I, <laughs> uh, it's also fun to know that since this was a charity, this was funded, of course, uh, by again incredibly religious devout people who are tithing 10% of the money that they probably couldn't afford so that way they could do this which is just insane insane to think about it's so funny honestly it's, truly like it, again jimmy from down the street got access to like some fucking some blood packs from the local from the local uh local theater and a bunch of ordered a bunch of blanks online and is just fucking yeehawing his way through a fucking charity building. Like armed with again four packets of fake blood and a, just a legion full of church musical actors. I'm so curious how he got connected with this church in the first place. Like, you know, this is the Columbo story I want is like, who hired this guy? How did they meet him? It has to be nepotism. There's no way. Like, there's no way nepotism is not involved here. I mean, like, yes, he is a white guy's white guy. I'm looking at a picture of him right now and his, like, mm -hmm. mug shot. And he's the whitest of white guys. He's got blue eyes and everything. And his face is, like, really small for his head. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's very condensed. I don't know what's going on there. But it is, like, noteworthy that he's got a very small face. Or a like a really large hockey mask on an adult size like, body. Kind yeah. of, yeah. I he looks like an emoji. Anyway, mm -hmm. so like he just shows up, you know, and like you were saying, yeehaw on his way through it, like just trying to like I guess wing it through an active shooter drill. I mean, no, he, live he's out his snuff fantasies. I don't yeah. know, like no, he's commit suicide like... by Catholic Church. Oh <laughs> like, God. He's doing his actual best. Like he, like he is going <laughs> all true. out to make it a like a real drill. Like you yeah. don't expect it. You see blood and people just like falling down all over the place. Like he's he is he is certainly someone is certainly stopped carrying a gun and someone has started carrying a gun since this. Martha, Martha is packing. Now. Martha is now packing. Okay, I'm and not she's ready not... to meet my demons yet. <laughs> she's. <laughs> She's not going to ask if it's a drill next time. She's just no. going to fucking blast. Uh -huh. Martha's going to come into work the next day looking like a member of the Boondock Saints. Aquitas <laughs> 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 Veritas. Cigarette hanging out of her mouth. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Zach, uh, uh, what, what's your story? Uh, keeping us in the church theme. Uh, the, the in in Houston, Houston's second Baptist church pastor is facing some criticism. Uh, uh, pastor Ed Young uh, called the bond issue in Harris County a possible result of quote left wing progressives in office. 
and he has a mm. new sermon series on what he's calling The Church Awake, described on their <laughs> website as a way to learn how a church awake to the biblical truth can overcome a woke culture. God, and see, this is what this is what churches are doing now. Like they're taking the word woke and they're using the awake terminology. Like and it's weird because it's also dog whistling to the great awakening that it was like Q levels of rhetoric. And so it just kind of seems like this Ouroboros because the Great Awakening was a religious reference at the beginning. And so it's all just kind of feeding in onto itself. Uh, again, it's very nice to see that Second Baptist Church is doing this because First Baptist Church clearly passed. You know, they're like, no, we can't. We're the flagship as the main Baptist church of Houston. Uh, we can do this. But, the, you know, the, the Second Baptist Church, they're grittier. They work harder. They take bigger swings on mm -hmm. things. And, you know, they're willing to talk about the bond issues that affect their congregation. You know, all <laughs> those things that left-wing progressives in the Houston area are talking about. The bond issues. Yeah, definitely. Oh, Have them hang out with a leftist on Twitter in Houston. And they're going to be like, all they care about is canceling each other online. Like, and talking about Cindy Sweetie or whatever the fuck that actress's name is. <laughs> talking about that for like 14 hours. The bond issue never came up once. <laughs> I have a feeling we'll be fine. We're going to win this referendum hands down. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Who is has and why do leftists care about has? I thought we were going to talk about the bond issue. <laughs> 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 we're all poisoned by like the people that we watch on youtube not like what whatever shitty decision the you know the our local representative has made about what to do with our tax dollars okay and don't get me wrong we absolutely should be more concerned about the bond issue like this should be the kind of thing that we we want to actually go in on but instead uh we don't focus on that but it's okay because the Second Baptist Church and the congregation is too busy uh, trying to talk ab about the general dynamic of, of fear mongering, right? Because what mm -hmm. what did he say about H Houston? Oh yeah, yeah. Houston, in all probability, right now is the most dangerous city in America to live in. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, uh, he starts quoting fucking like the 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 police bullshit. Probably probably the shit from twenty twenty one where they were really pushing like oh crime is rising so fast it was actually literally all fabricated just like repeating that it's already it's already dated like ed young is ed young is ready to kick the bucket any moment he's full boomer he's using just dated police propaganda to try and convince his convince his uh his his flock to give him to put some more money into that fucking into the into the tithing bowl and all i have to say is to anyone listening, I don't mean to encourage negative action here, but you know that these churches have service times. You know where the congregation will be at least for an hour. You know probably what kinds of vehicles these people are driving, and you know how much you can probably sell a catalytic converter for. So <laughs> if you do the math, I mean, put a little into the offering plate, you know what I mean? <laughs> What bounty the the Lord will reward you with? <laughs> hey, I'm look, just guy, saying. I'm pretty sure the guy that was running that uh, that catalytic converter ring probably is in the congregation. Okay, he had a fucking like lake house on Tahoe. <laughs> 
Yeah, I just keep seeing him. He's haranguing about a a wide awake church. And I'm just saying, if you want your your church and your parishioners to be wide the fuck awake, I got this guy up in Nebraska named Channels (laughs) for you. And as I understand it, he will wake them right the fuck up. They will be the most awake they've ever been in their fucking lives. Uh, I also, again, I think it's wonderful because I also wonder that maybe by calling his sermon series The Church Awake, if he's also criticizing his congregation, I mean, like, I know you're all old. You're all halfway falling asleep in my sermons. You know who's not falling asleep? All the all the young kids these days, all the woke kids. They're paying attention every day to all their VTube streamers right now. Uh huh. Giving giving Hassan V bucks or whatever is happening. I, I like I like uh, I like the the bastardization of VTubing and V bucks. I like that those. You're right. You're absolutely spot on that those are the two things that we're gonna hear about endlessly now. So thank you, Doctor Ed Young. Do a Fortnite dance challenge. Come on, let's, let's go. go. <laughs> Ed Young NFT win. <laughs> you can buy it with the V Bucks. <laughs> you can have your own. You can have your own Baptist church in your heart. It'll be the third. It'll be the five hundredth, and they're all NFTs. They're all. They're all one, but they're all different. just a series of Baptist churches. But the colors are swapped. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's First Baptist, Second Baptist, Third Baptist, Fourth Baptist. Exactly. <laughs> The 69th Baptist Church. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The 420th Baptist Church. Oh, yeah. Why? why did Those are particularly expensive. Yeah. Why Why are these the most valuable? I thought it would be the first one. I know nothing about internet culture. <laughs> the 1,400. You know what? Never mind. Okay. Uh, moving on to the uh, our next story here. Uh, another story in Texas. Uh, Texas is banning 10 large banks and over 300 investment funds because they boycotted fossil fuel-based energy companies, and that was deemed as critical to the state's economy. So in case anyone kind of is wondering, the Republican state of Texas, the the one that champions small government, is banishing companies from doing business within the state since they are disagreeing with their political ideology – they're canceling them. They are uh, trying to stop this. And their reasoning is that Texas citizens will gladly pay the hundreds of millions of dollars of extra fees to essentially roll coal to own the libs in a financial way. And uh, this is absolute derangement that I want to, I again, I want to make fun of. But by doing this, they are also then banning BlackRock from operating in Texas. So, critical support, I guess, for this idea? I'm not sure. Uh, I'm very conflicted about this. So, So, businesses can't do what they want. They're regulating businesses. Because the government. The government is literally telling businesses... That they cannot to kick operate. Rocks. They're, telling, yeah. they're telling them to kick rocks. Kick like, black rocks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, no. They're not like banning banks because they, you know, have terrible practices or, you know, they participate in, in what is essentially segregation, uh, modern day segregation. They're not, uh, you know, they're not, they're not like supporting these entities. 
I, I I just can't I can't wrap my head around <laughs> the idea that like they talk so much about how how like literally during the freeze and during these heat waves they've been like oh yeah our biggest savior has been our wind and solar energy and then now they're like yeah but by the way if you uh, if you made any public statement that said that that you <laughs> support wind and solar um you can't be here man well, yeah that's that's just because they're un-American you know so. Um, they need companies that align with the Texas values that exist in this great state, Zach. If you don't come on now, if you don't bathe and, in in 10W30, then you are not allowed to run for office in Texas. You have now, to strip down in front of all the senators. That's right. Now listen, <laughs> I don't they, care. They have to wait. You have to strip down in front of all the senators and bathe in 10W30. Do it. <laughs> Do Listen, it. I don't care if you're a black rock, a white rock, a purple rock, a polka dotted <laughs> rock. If you don't support oil and gas industries in Texas, you can't stay. How are we supposed <laughs> to fight terrorism in the Middle East if we can't even drill our own oil at home? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Actually, I wanted to, there was one line in this article that y'all sent me to like prep me for this that I wanted to quote directly because it's amazing. Uh, and quote. Banks that Texas put on notice earlier this year went to great lengths to show that they are, in fact, investing tens of millions in the fossil fuel industry, but some failed to convince the state. Yeah, (laughs) they were like, "Woo!" again, Texas's attitude is everyone should be investing at least 300 million into fossil Mm -hmm. fuels. So. That means no one is actually investing money into fossil fuels. What, in addition to the three hundred million, are you investing in fossil fuels? <laughs> and those companies said, "No, we're we're doing um, other things. We're spending five million dollars on solar." And they said, "Fuck you! Get out of here, you SJW cuck!" I can't believe it. Uh, <laughs> I it, uh, it's so fucking self defeating. We're just it really it, is. We're we're such a we're we're such a we're so fucked as a state. I, I just wait fifteen years. Legitimately mm-hmm. wait until all these privatized solar grids start to take over the state, and then Texas is going to flip, mm-hmm. and it's no longer going to become about like oh man, think of all the the roughnecks that are working over in Midland. Mm-hmm. It's going to be you know check out everything the plains of Odessa, which I, I get is right by it, but that's, that's kind of my true. point. I almost do wish that like libertarian. I, I I'm gonna I hate that I have to say this. I almost do wish that libertarian. Bitcoin mine owners that run it off of renewable energy would take over the state and the power grid because I got good news for you. They are Campaign contributions are about to be got, become done entirely with board ape NFTs. Oh, so. yes. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? The only thing that Texas has con- contributed to uh, this campaign season so far as being the state with the first U.S. death linked to monkeypox. Fuck yeah! Let's Number go. one, baby! Oh, yeah, New York might have gotten <laughs> it first, but guess who's dying first? That's right. <laughs> That's right. You think that we drink Big Red and Dr. Pepper for, for no reason? <laughs> Look, we gotta, we gotta pump those numbers up, and we gotta pump that oil out the ground, okay? A Brooklyn chain smoker can probably fight off monkeypox, no problem. But guess what? A Texas diabetic, it runs oh, through Jesus like a Christ. hot knife through butter, brother. <laughs> Black gold, guys. That's actually what they call the ooze that comes out from the, the monkeypox. I so. actually, I meant uh, the 
carbonated beverages, the the Coca Colas, oh, yeah, the Dr Peppers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the Pepsis. You, are y'all are y'all okay? This is important. All of this our is, Cokes, yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah I needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna be really concerned if any state in the South was a Pepsi state, but. You know, Texas is like y'all are kind of your own thing. And- I mean, that, it's probably like Kentucky <laughs> is like a Pepsi state. No, Kentucky, Kentucky tries to claim to be a southern state, but they're really not. They're southern Ohio at best. Exactly. Oh, yes, right. I can see Tennessee probably also. Yeah. yeah. No. Missouri. Fuck no. Tennessee definitely not. I what? I there. It's too like Nashville is. Nashville is. Ew. If there is a Pepsi state in the South, and I'm using the term South generously here, it's Florida. Florida? Okay, yeah. I can see that's that. just it's metastasized diet, it's, New it's York. diet Pepsi, though, because of all the snowbirds uh-huh. that have come, come in. That's what exactly. I'm saying. Yeah, metastasized New York. Come on, Ron DeSantis. You're our only hope. Nationalize Coke in your in your state. Uh-huh. That's, the, that's the one policy I will get behind. Look, Texas really passed up an honor, opportunity to nationalize Dr Pepper and actually like just do state backing for the Dr Pepper facilities in Texas. Yeah, you now know? we have to also back Seven Up and Snapple Aww. if we wanted to do that. So, no, thank you. Texas. Imagine what like Texas Snapple would be, Zach. The horrible things. It, it, it would be like you open a Snapple, and then the fact on the inside would be like, "The freer the market, the freer the people." <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that in 2019, only uh, only two percent of uh, of Americans owned Bitcoin, but in 2020, that number jumped to ten percent. <laughs> I, that's a lot better than my initial idea because I thought it was going to be the crack open the Snapple and it's like despite only making th- up thirteen percent of the population. <laughs> <laughs> no. Read the back of the label for more information. Oh, God. <laughs> it's the manuscript. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's not a bad idea though. <laughs> Racist Woke Snapple when. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, uh, Houston First Baptist Church is gonna is gonna have to. Pull all the Snapple from their uh, from their cafeteria. <laughs> woke, it's getting woke. Teaching with facts and logic. That's Despite be the... being four times less likely to actually be carrying drugs, black people <laughs> are eight times more likely to be searched for drugs by the police. Woke Snapple, <laughs> and, and that's why Texas has legalized marijuana. Yeah, Man. yeah, hell yeah, brother! It's not so that way then we can tax it because ultimately it all boils down to money. We're getting there though. Come on, it would be a great world. See, there's so many good. You can do like literally like two good things as like a weirdo Texas libertarian, and it makes you so much better than the fucking degenerate like vampires that we have that are that we have in 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 office so it, it's not hard to be it's not hard to be good in texas we've lowered the the bar is literally the floor and you can be beto o'rourke and and we're still just like that's our boy he's gonna do we, it honestly beto o'rourke is net. still cooler than john ossoff though i mean that you 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 it, it's fine it's fine you haven't had to endure 
the O'Rourke aunts that has just stayed in perpetual <laughs> Texas living blue in TX circles for like the past six years. Uh, it has been <laughs> insufferable. <laughs> yeah, I guess the one good thing about John Ossoff being some like actual nobody that the Democratic Party plucked from oblivion to win an election with is that like nobody talks about him. Yeah. yeah. He That's, knew when to just shut the fuck up. Mm. He didn't try to run for president and then governor. <laughs> you know? <laughs> good, good on him for that. <laughs> you know, maybe next he'll just like try to get on the board of BlackRock. Who knows? Mm. Big dreams. Uh, <laughs> Texas is big. Bigger in Texas, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you got to dream big. You know, if, if, if BlackRock money is what turns Texas blue, I'm, I'm just... They're going to do it out of spite. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, honestly, they could, though. That's the thing. BlackRock could just fucking buy Texas. So, you know, mm-hmm. maybe do that's what it's about. the war horse gift in the mouth. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, BlackRock uh... will find a way to profit off Texas no matter what. What is up, beautiful people? It's Zach, and I'm coming to you live from the garage. I wanted to tell you all a secret to improving your deadlift and squat max. The secret is... Subscribing to our Patreon, like these aesthetic and strong listeners. Scott, Tim, the Warlock Phosphorus, Jorge, Rufus, not a mole rat, Eli, Malwin, Dr. Sophia, Tyler, Olive, Lotion Wizard, Lizzie, the Brilliant Dr. Fly, Brubes, ASM Marxist, Dylan, Kira, Cody, Comrade Kometka, Nicole, Pizza Poss, Drew, CJ, Jacob, Philip, and Alex. Thank you all so much for contributing to the garage and congrats on your gains well uh we got a big story this week at uh, a fun look back at our wonderful state i really enjoy these texas focused things because i feel like it's a certain kind of insanity that takes over and there's no better example than the texas i'm sorry uh the texas central high speed railway plans that have been just trying to get up off the ground for the past decade or so uh because new headlines came out that the leadership board of this company has done a mass exodus away because they're failing to acquire land and that has of course made our good friends over the texas tribune look back at the insanity of the decade that was Um, yeah yeah now rachel uh over where you are uh what's the reputation on uh hyperloop or hyper train or high-speed railways what's what's so atlanta originated as a hub for trains Okay. This is and, like the, the reason. Yes. Freight trains. Well, you know. <laughs> Where the money is. So in <laughs> in Atlanta, trains are like a complete non-starter. And it drives me crazy because I want them so badly. Because we are like maybe the second worst city in the country for traffic behind L.A. Like amazingly bad traffic in Atlanta. And that's in spite of having trains and train lines over every square inch of the fucking city. Like it's it's infuriating that, that really does seem like a major slap in the face it is the most rush hour red bumper, state shit <laughs> yes sitting in rush hour waiting for a freight train which has blocked the road and made you late to work actual real life things that happen here like it's just ugh. Ugh. i'm sorry i have to deliver these amazon packages this way i can't carry people like we are going to have like 
public helicopters before we have public transit in this fucking nightmare hellscape of a state it's not happening don't i don't wish for a public helicopter no i don't want this i'm just thinking like what's the least cost effective and also least safe way of doing this because that's going to happen first the the answer is giant catapult (laughs) okay good point giant inflatable hamster ball you know those are good options i wasn't dreaming big enough i gotta rely on texas to help me out here i do i do want to go out like kobe uh, for the record, <laughs> we utilize all of our sports stadiums like giant gloves. Oh, <laughs> so hear me out, guys. It's like baseball. It's like if you did baseball but with a trebuchet. <laughs> What mm-hmm. happened? Well, we have taken out every bird in our state <laughs> due to mass transit. Well, they're not anyway. uh, not endangered anymore. <laughs> oh, because your programs helped uh, restore their habitats. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we will eliminate it. It's like that quote being like, how do I plan to eliminate childhood poverty? By eliminating children, of course. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the 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 uh the the catapults have never been safer to ride now that the birds are gone. I, I just want to <laughs> let people know about this uh, high speed railway. What was pitched? The one that I, the, this isn't the one that we're definitely getting from uh, Houston to Dallas, right? Like the most traveled route in the in like the entire United States. Well, Zach, what if I were to tell you it was for that one? Um, And we were going to be able to go from the heart of downtown Houston to the heart of downtown Dallas in 90 minutes is what was being advertised. It's a four and a half hour drive and it is the most like driven section of highway in the the state. The flattest, easiest. I believe there was even a quote um, from someone like a Stanford... uh, uh, analyst scientist i i hate to give credit to uh fancy college boys but uh his quote god forbid his quote was if we can't make it work for this stretch the rest of the country has no hope just because (laughs) it is so flat and it is so easy to try and build a straight shot line basically. Um, And the reason that stalled out was despite raising hundreds of millions of dollars for construction, there became a series of lawsuits over trying to buy the land needed to lay down the tracks of where property owners did not want to give it up. And private equity firms were wanting to just buy up this land for this project. It even went to the state Supreme Court where on the matter, the Supreme Court ruled in a watershed victory for this company that Texas Central can use eminent domain for the high profile project. But the way it's phrased now means that private companies can utilize government eminent domain to take over people's homes. What can which go I'm wrong? I'm sure is a precedent that won't get abused for any other projects in the state of Texas whatsoever. You know, this seems from just a capitalist perspective, like the worst possible time to be alienating BlackRock. Like, who's going to, yeah, who's going to, who is going to buy up the entire stretch of land between Houston and Dallas. And then also every neighborhood along the way, if not BlackRock. 
I mean, Texas yeah. DOT already literally owns 45, and they have, like, the DOT can just, like, expand the easement for 45 all the way up if they really fucking wanted to. They absolutely could, Zach. And what if I were to tell you that uh, at a certain point in time, uh, if we had just pulled the trigger on it at the beginning, it would have cost about $10 billion. That's with a B. Um, or to put it in terms other people might understand, um, the Denver Broncos, the football team, were purchased for $45 billion. So Don't, don't, uh, don't say, don't say for, anything. For one quarter of a NFL football team, we could have had this high-speed railway be constructed a decade ago. But now it's going to cost uh, about $30 billion, which is still a lot. But my counter argument is still less than one NFL football team, which I think if we're using that as the standard of whether or not we should pursue a project like this, um, I think it's a pretty good line. You Are you know, telling me that if we just taxed Janice McNair, the Houston Texans uh, NFL owner, uh, that we could just have a high-speed railway? I mean, I'm telling you, we could probably do some other things to the McNair family. Uh, parody, non-actionable. <laughs> so, like, what? God. What would you have to... Not even... Let, let's let's just say gross. What would you have to gross annually for a franchise to be valued at $45 billion? I don't know, but the interesting point is is that uh, the NFL players are still locked into whatever their previously agreed uh, union players association deal is. So things are about to explode in the NFL, but that's neither here nor there. My counter proposal was the more I think about it. What if we did have the Houston Texans get involved and the Dallas Cowboys get involved? You just have branded high speed rail lines. Each train is the name of a different player. Like it's not that Mm. fucking hard. Look, they can sell jerseys for $129 each on the NFL store. Okay. Honestly, and there's one for each one of them. If if they just if they just if they just like made it so that, you know, you get a like a raffle chance every time you take the train, you get a chance to get season tickets. Imagine having a designated driver. Forget downtown Dallas to downtown Houston. Just have it be from NRG Stadium to Cowboy Stadium instead. <laughs> in, just... in ninety minutes, in ninety minutes, you could watch the Texans game that starts at noon, and then you could make it to oh, the fucking my God. Five PM. <laughs> yes. this, this game is a blowout. I'm gonna dip. <laughs> I'm gonna go catch the Cowboys game. So, like, y'all are fucking around here, them. but like. Mercedes-Benz did manage to single-handedly gentrify like an entire quadrant of Atlanta just by building a stadium and like a whole little like economic district around it. Stadiums are insane, like insane tools of gentrification. Yeah, they're They're, city states. They're they're modern day castles is what they are. How much do they cost? They cost like multiple billions of dollars. Oh, oh. Old Vatican City ass. (laughs) Zach, come on now. I want you to do me a favor. Look up what the L.A. Rams stadium cost. Just go ahead. Look up. I'm going to look do, up Mercedes-Benz while you do might cost a couple this. billion. Five billion dollars. Yeah. It's just a couple that's, billion. It's, yeah. It's a couple billion for an entertainment destination. 
All right, now you're starting to buy their PR, calling in the entertainment destination. <laughs> sorry, Let's sorry. I, oh, man. <laughs> the one in Atlanta was only $1.6 billion. Yeah, yeah. They thrifty. How much does a fucking, fucking Schlitterbahn cost to build? You know? <laughs> now we're getting to the real heart but hear of me out. YouTube. Hang on, what we're going to do on. is we're going to build a series of stadiums along the path of the train. Because each one of those <laughs> is only another billion. <laughs> Yeah, uh, high, the, high school football stadiums. Yes. And we got our answer. Okay, there we go. Texas high school football stadiums are fucking ridiculous. If you just go from, if you just go to like the the six biggest football stadiums around in and around Houston, like that's a that's a loop in and of itself. That's the that's the fourth loop, baby. I think Atlanta <laughs> only has one loop, right? I don't yeah. know why the traffic is so bad there. We have filled literally three of those with people. <laughs> And it's Houston. real cute what y'all are doing. We had six ten, and they're like, "There's no way we're gonna fill up six ten. Oh God, we filled up six ten. Beltway eight. Oh God, we filled up Beltway eight. Ninety nine. Right. Yeah, the Texas Grand Parkway. No one will extend beyond. Oh Jesus Christ! There's okay. so many neighborhoods already, and new and Grand Parkway is already a fucking nightmare on the new on the highway side. loop going from Huntsville all the way to Galveston. <laughs> Not fucking around. <laughs> oh God, Mega City One, please, Mega City One. Just, that, just that's what Houston is going one. for. Absolutely, we're gonna have uh, multiple. Uh, yeah, as soon as we get the outer loop that hits Conroe, at least, then mm-hmm. it's over. Because then Woodlands gets to be inside of of a loop. Yeah, I mean, Woodlands is already... This is real inside baseball for Houston residents here. But the Woodlands is already starting to gentrify a new area that they're calling Woodlands North because they're getting so mad mm-hmm. that there are too many Indian engineers and their families like moving into the Woodlands. And they're being like, oh, listen, I enjoy certain aspects of Indo-European culture, but it's the European part, if you know what I mean. <laughs> the other part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all these people move to the Woodlands because they're they work at like they work at like hp and uh and cisco and who else is in houston still exxon exxon mobile exxon mobile um, all they're they're engineers for these companies they live in the woodlands and they drive in like two days a week you know they drive into yep. the city two days a week to go to their fucking fancy corner office and now the offices are going to be located in the woodlands and then they're going to be commuting in to there from even further out so it's just it's a wonderful system that we got going on here but what white uh, flight what? yeah no what no what? We, we would never listen white would bring once you let the indo-europeans you... in next thing you know black rocks moving in <laughs> why yeah, would I, this be about white you know about whiteness uh, you know, and and why would we use the school in school districting to 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 do this? Like that, there's nothing like that has ever happened in Houston, first of all, or Texas Mm-mm. for that matter. Okay, and we Are definitely like, don't start attacking this through education. So, as a quasi-educational podcast, like, are y'all still allowed to talk about this? Isn't this critical race theory? No, we call it the critical race train, and <laughs> that oh, we sponsor okay, okay, it we're good with football yeah, teams. Yeah, okay. You know? <laughs> God, please, critical please. race cowboys. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit if if the side of every train is just a jumbotron that has <laughs> NFL replays happening on it twenty four seven. Please, someone convince the NFL commissioner 
to just build their own fucking train system in the United Literally, States. Literally, all you would have to explain would be like, listen, Roger, Raj, Raj, Raj. our dog, my boy. Raj? R-A-J? Raj? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you can either pay your players more or build this <laughs> high-speed train. <laughs> Think of how many children you you could buy. We do need to invest in our nation's infrastructure. Absolutely. I think uh, the owners would enjoy this nice tax break. I mean, giving back to the community that this would offer. uh uh Guaranteed loss. In the future for ourselves. I am terrified that that's going to be. Football in America. No, you joke, Zach, but now I'm terrified because I'm now imagining those maps of the, you know, na- what a national uh, high speed rail line would look like. But now it's just connecting football stadiums. And- Do you want to hear an even worse, <laughs> but perhaps more plausible uh, alternate reality where this happens? Please, please go. Do you know how Elon Musk has been talking about moving to Texas? Uh, uh, him and, I thought he him did. Jeff Bezos, I thought, I'll live here now. Yeah, so you know how Elon Musk moved to Texas? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, he did. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Y'all What's remember up? the Hyperloop? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it, it's beautiful. Hear me out. I, what if he gets I, into I, trains? I will, I will argue that I think that the NFL is Tesla such a oiled machine, and it's owned by Disney. There's no way they would let Elon Musk be within within any reachable distance to anything that could touch them. I think I, I Disney to bring you, is Zach, the only D- thing. Disney doesn't own the NFL. The NFL has stood its ground. They have a partnership deal oh, okay. for, with ABC and ESPN to air its games, but they have no ownership stake in the NFL. Okay, Got but they it. have distribution rights, and that's how Disney gets everybody. I, I mean, I, but that's with how the NFL, Disney runs everything is with the distro rights. I, I mean, y- y- y'all think that, but just wait, because guess what? Daddy Amazon now owns Thursday Night Football, everyone. Cashing in on that sweet, sweet Bezos cash. You can only uh, watch it on Prime Video. It really sucks, but also, like, I watched, like, the... You know what? Never mind. Let's, let's talk about <laughs> voicemails. Uh, sorry I cursed you with this sorry, terrible got, reality. We, 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 we are already circling the drain of NFL. It's on the brain matter. <laughs> two weeks two weeks y'all it's fine it's fine we're gonna be recording uh, we will have our cameras on every week after then and we will be wearing our jerseys that we paid way too much for okay <laughs> mine has my name on the back and the number 69 thank you mine says hyperloop on the back <laughs> <laughs> and second baptist church uh <laughs> <laughs> got a voicemail people are calling us people want to talk it's, to it's us? not a voicemail zach someone texted us a paragraph oh it's, hell it's, yeah it's truly a wonderful thing i'm gonna go ahead and read this and then uh, we can we can answer this here so um it goes hello my name is andre and i just recently started following you guys thank you andre it really means a lot i also am a pretty new leftist okay cool welcome to the club it's really cool can't wait to uh, have us all cancel each other uh was a conservative for a long time until i learned what my country the u.s truly represents and it changed me completely all right cool welcome to the world of being awake as uh the the pastor will say dr ed young will try to get you into um my question is though how is capitalism supposed to end i know it's debated whether we're in late stage capitalism i believe we are though i'm no economist or theorist i believe it or 
economist, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but when it gradually collapses on itself, what happens? Do we usher in the socialist policies gradually or a revolution? I don't think a revolution is possible at all. What do you think is going to happen? Again, thank you, Andre. Very important question here. Not technically a theory question because I get to make Mad Max jokes. Uh, so true. that works. That works. <laughs> and it's not asking us about like whether or not we think we're, we're going to be like having polycules in the uh, the post-capitalist world. So it's not an overly personal question. So Artemis thanks you as well uh, on her behalf. I just want to say this that. Is, this is Artemis Slander while she's gone. Get it in, folks. Get it in. Get it, you know, better out than in uh yeah uh interest interesting question um i appreciate that we are just the theory podcast um uh i think i think it's i think it's um definitely definitely these are some of the questions that you're going to be asking as you're like exploring what you believe about uh you know what you what you believe about how societies work and how people will respond to to crises and mm-hmm. i think you're right in that we are in late stage capitalism and we're going to be you know experiencing like the same ups and downs that that gen x experienced gen z is going to experience the same kind of like oh god everything's really bad that we experienced when we were you know in high school and then now it's it's gotten worse, but not at the speed that we maybe thought it was going to get that bad with. And I'm going to steal from what I absolutely know Rachel is going to say and just say that there's not going to be like a breaking point where everything is suddenly bad enough for there to be revolution. It, we're just going to slowly get squeezed. We're going to get squozen by uh, uh, by by economic policy by the cost of living by 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 wages not rising to meet that cost of living until the only thing that that we have is uh communities that are supporting each other uh you know with with whatever uh whatever that sort of mutual aid looks like in those individual communities there's not going to be like socialist policies handed down from the texas legislature there's going to be you know, unionizing that we see happening. Uh, there's going to be people feeding each other and working together. And ho- hopefully, in my mind, hopefully, you know, uh, communes become a lot more, uh, a lot more common. And we see a lot more like self-sustaining communities that are fighting the effects of climate change as soon as, you know, energy is cheap enough for us again. And, and people realize that we can, literally grow our own food in the state like all all the all the all the fantasy uh that conservatives have around uh that they have around like how self-sustaining texas needs to be uh and none of the none of the weird racism that usually accompanies it what no no we need to keep the racism alive and well sorry uh, with extra racism yes. there we go okay thank you thank okay you. all right like socialism yeah, I, but like nationalist socialism yeah. you know yeah yeah it needs to be a national program where it's not really socialist yeah <laughs> yeah i think that that's a wonderful answer zach i also think that that's uh pretty all-encompassing 
Um, awesome. Yeah. No other answers needed. Thank you. I have uh, passed the test. <laughs> I do want to no, say, Ra- Rachel, Rachel, please. Yeah. Add, add the input. So like getting a nod for that spiel is delightful for me because it's very nice to be associated with those ideas. Um, adding to what you said, I would just say the things you're doing now are what you're going to be doing. What's happening in Jackson, Mississippi right now is capitalism failing. That's, that's what that looks like, you know, and, um, you know, especially in the South where we have this entrenched colonial power system that has been here since fucking 1607 in the England company, you know, we have had these kinds of horrific class disparities and we've had these kinds of horrific abuses of working people and the people who, you know, run the economy, um, And so none of this is new, right? This isn't something that we're not already doing that we haven't been doing forever down here. You know, like it it is something that I would actually argue Southerners are better prepared to do than Northerners. Um, Just like we have a default collectivist culture in a way that like the North doesn't, in spite of our sort of individualist rhetoric, we actually have a really strong sense of responsibility towards each other down here. We, we dress it up in weird ways. but Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of it runs through the church, which is itself problematic as a power structure, right? But I think we can start making, like, secular church equivalents, you know? And By that's... Killing all the Catholics, I guess. Yes. Well, we just have to run a lot more active shooter drills, and eventually good guys with guns will show up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we uh, how we handle the police issue too. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. After the revolution, oh, all also, the good guys with guns. Uh, if y'all will indulge me referencing a podcast that is not this one and not even associated with me yet, I'm going to befriend these guys. So help me God. There's a podcast called Seriously Wrong. That's S R S L Y Wrong, and they talk so much about what life after capitalism could look like, and also things we can do like right now to move ourselves towards that sort of post-capitalist utopian vision and i cannot recommend them enough they're so positive they're really funny like it has it has felt like a breath of fresh air like finding that kind of podcast so if that's what you're looking for definitely check them out oh yes i'm glad i'm glad someone is ready to be the idea guys i love them for it like i will simply be farming the land and uh you know maximizing my xp inside the commune I'm too busy trying to uh, give football players CRT. So <laughs> that's 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 my 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 vision. Uh, that's my job. Uh, when Kelton is in charge of. Happens. What I'm hearing is Kelton is in charge of the PE program. <laughs> and then the irony, the irony, the packing yeah, program, uh, if you will. It's, <laughs> it's me <laughs> saying, "Don't make my decisions for the love of God. Don't be like me." Because uh, you're packing their brains full of knowledge. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> brains swollen with knowledge fluid uh that's what's occurring um yeah i I mean i the only thing i kind of would want to to add on to it uh is very much in in line step with what y'all are talking about about how everything is happening all around you you know what the thing specifically i wanted to mention was when we started doing this podcast, what, like f- fucking three years ago at this point, you uh, know, time isn't real. Yeah. Like it, it, it felt, it feels weird to say, especially, uh, because you know, we, we were younger then. And so I, I like to say like, Oh, we were 
uh, more optimistic, etc. But we have been tracking off and on in real time the uh, decline of things. And so mm-hmm. like, we are seeing more and more stories about how infrastructure is failing due to the, the climate changing in some way if only like there was a term for that and how like these previously held infallible institutions are failing the communities and the the citizenry around them consistently enough to where then it's no longer surprising when it happens like we, we are charting this and so i would just say right now to to andre just please pay attention to everything around you. Don't accept things as being status quo because things are going to continue to decline in certain aspects. You know, like mm-hmm. there might be better two day drop shipping available to you, but also maybe your house is going to be introduced into a floodplain or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like the, the negatives are going to constantly outweigh the positives. That's and true. So- That's too true. Like, especially now that I feel like I've like, I like changed careers as we started the podcast and like, I'm in a way better place now. But, like, just because I'm in a better place where I'm not, like, as squeezed by, say, like, a service industry experience or as squeezed by, like, a shitty boss, like, it doesn't mean that the world around me hasn't declined in some way. Like, I still I still have to feel good about small victories. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we still have to feel good about small victories. I mean, I'm white. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to be able to keep up with, you know, inflation. Oh, is that, we're, we're going to be just fine. I'm, I'm like the, the issue cannot be measured by whether or not we are going to feel oppressed. Exactly. <laughs> in some way. Exactly. Like I, I'm, I'm, it's gonna, it, but, but yeah, but like, but like we've gone from talking about bridges failing to like water systems failing entire cities, water systems failing. Like there is a measurable difference there. Yeah. You know, what's funny though? Like, statistically speaking, like, anthropologically speaking, when crises like this happen, when horrific things happen, the vast majority of people immediately drop everything and start helping each other. Mm-hmm. Um, really, and the only people who, us. well, the only the, people who the panic, podcasters. Yeah. yeah, the only people who panic are the ones who feel like they're supposed to be in charge, actually, which is the most interesting aspect of this, like, when shit properly hits the fan, the rising tide will be the fucking proletariat. Like, it's going to be okay. It's going to yeah. be bad in certain places for a while. Rachel says, looking at us, some of you may not make it. Some of you <laughs> will be fed to the teams of cattle that we will be using to pull the bullet train. Uh, between Houston and Dallas, <laughs> but you know, sacrifice. overall, we'll be okay for your sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that that's a that's a good line. I, I think uh, also the idea of saying uh, to billionaires that we will let you keep your money as long as our infrastructure exists, but the second it starts failing, we start doing firing squads. Uh, is a very interesting motivation as well. Uh, who knows? Who knows? First, they came for my football team. Then they came for my company. Now they come for me. God, uh, <laughs> we're going to end up with Hunger Games future. No, no. no. They had they had high speed railways in the Hunger Games. <laughs> 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 
Touche. We could never. Functional transport on the outside. Yeah, the we Hunger could fucking Games never. could not exist with bumper-to-bumper traffic. To Imagine be fair, they listening. were also like clearly very balkanized at that point, which I do think is going to happen in the States, for the record. There's not going to be a United States in 100 years. There's going to be a series of smaller countries where the United States used to be. That's yeah, like it's inevitable. It's called Big 12, Big 10, Pac-12. Uh-huh, I, I, uh-huh. I, I know how this works. Absolutely. Definitely. The undying loyalty to all hail the SEC empire. Honestly, <laughs> that's as good a guess as any. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that was unrealistic was that uh, was that they were using like the gladiatorial fights as as uh, patriotic uh, expression for for your company country mm-hmm. and not just like uh, reality company. TV. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. not just reality TV where it's actually like staged. Like this w- idea that you would have to force to people WWE. to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Much more likely to be like mm-hmm. WWE or, uh, you know, whatever fucking Survivor show ends up airing. Yeah. Yeah. If you win, you get your student loans forgiven. Ah. Uh. But Biden said that he would. So where's the motivation, huh? Yeah, no true. one's going to have the heart to want to do it anymore. Because they took out 10K, a meaningless, just <laughs> limp-wristed hand job of a gesture towards getting rid of student loans. Good. I appreciate it. If anyone wants to listen to more PDG, uh, we have uh, Patreon weekly bonus episodes that are coming out. Uh, if you want to support us, but you know, not enough to actually give us money, that's fine. Again, keeps us humble. Uh, just rate us five stars on iTunes and Spotify. Always good. Uh, you, you know where to find us, but where can people find you, Rachel? So I am back on Twitter. God help me. Uh, at Rachel is online. And I actually I've been taking a break from podcasting for a while working on my like local secular church plan, uh, which so far is going really fucking well, actually. So if you're in Atlanta, and you like the things that I say when I'm being serious about how to make things less worse, you should check out uh, ATL mosaic or Atlanta mosaic.org. Or sorry, mosaic Atlanta.org. It's my baby it's mine and a lot of people's baby but it's like also my baby i'm really fucking proud of the work we're doing um we do weekly twitter spaces which is kind of podcasty i guess if that's what you're into uh we also have my friend snoring in the background uh (laughs) let me shake him real quick and get back into the spiel um So we do weekly Twitter spaces. We also do weekly uh, support circles, which are kind of like just uh, it's not legally group therapy. But if you want to come talk about your problems with people who get it and have good coping skills, you're welcome to join us. Uh, We also are doing some really cool polyed stuff. We did like a self-managed abortion training recently. Um, And then we did a training on how to give self-managed abortion trainings, just like all kinds of cool shit like that. Um, we do like immediate community mutual aid work. It's, it's fun. It's good. It like actually makes me feel less worse about things. Uh, I highly recommend if you're feeling really fucking dismal, go to a food pantry and just give some families some food for the week and you will feel better. It helps. So yeah, that's my thing. Uh, Mosaic Atlanta. Oh yeah. 
you're giving people like real tangible advice when we're saying that they could just give us a couple dollars online. This is not going to help our cause. It's going to be like, listen, I was going to give you all $5 this month, but I decided to spend it on a food pantry. How I'm are we sorry. supposed to be the assholes in that situation? Listen, Rachel, you know, huh? the fun thing is uh, you don't even have to join Mosaic to access our resources, but if you do, we oh, have this is free awful. memberships. So you, you can hide see, things behind the um, paywall. Oh, no, God, we God. don't. We don't paywall our shit. I know are. we're like communist or something. Ew. Do you at least have like registration cards that you mail out to people? And then occasionally your ma- registration list like gets doxxed and then spread out. So that way, then you have to like email lists of people uh, and apologize for it. Uh, absolutely not. Actually, our, okay. our team well, fine. includes cybersecurity thought- people. <laughs> I thought y'all were like the Socialist Rifle Association. I'm no, sorry. and listen, SRAs, <laughs> there's a lot of really good people in SRA. I'm not going to talk smack, but I know that they are working some stuff out after having grown a lot very quickly, and I know that's really hard. So solidarity good. and sympathy to the SRA people. Absolutely. Uh, we do have merch. Oh, merch, merch. That's yeah, good. we've Fine. got cool shirts. Finally, something we can all agree it's on. It's got a cool, merch like, stylistic, like, new American or... Americana, whatever the fucking tattoo style is. It's like that tattoo style that's like Sailor Jerry-esque, but it's a peach. Oh, perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect. I like it. Mm -hmm. I like it. All right. Bye, everyone. See y'all later. Bye. I'm a little by morning Up from